your feet. I want to hear you make some noise. US 131 Motorsports Park. What you like most about drag racing? We are live right now with Modified to the Lanes. Welcome to Modified to the Lanes. Modified to the Lanes is the 131 Motorsports Park Drag Racing Podcast. This is episode number six. Strap in and hang on for all the latest news, results, and happenings from the fastest track in the world. Gary, myself, Justin, and we have Cameron with us today, too. What's up, guys? We'll offer a different perspective on what's going on at the track and highlighting different drivers and events along the way. This week, we'll be covering last week's race results, a preview of the Lane Automotive Triple, uh, that is prep, no prep, sorry, Triple Crown. Yeah, it's a and, uh, that is a mouthful, but the, uh, the, the Lane Automotive race that's coming up this weekend, and of course, uh, we're going to get into a little Drag Racing 101. All right. Okay, just a little information on the uh, results from last weekend. Here at the uh, Motorsports Park, we had the Import versus Domestic Showdown number five. Now, the true winner in the weekend was Mother Nature, because Saturday uh, rain delayed the start of the race until about 4 p.m. Uh, it also kind of hurt our car count a little bit. Uh, as we talked to, with Luis last week, we were hoping for 500 cars at the car show, but I think we only had about 100. There's some nice ones, some of my favorites, and a few cool bikes, but uh, the, a lot of these car show folks wouldn't come out in the, in the bad weather, and, and that was evidenced uh, by that poor turnout. Uh, we just had about five bracket cars come out, so that wasn't... A, only helped, or hindered by the weather. We had three juniors there too, but we had to cancel the brackets. We just had to give everybody their money back and let them become spectators that night. Uh, what we did do, though, we had two qualifying uh, attempts with the uh, Quick 8 and the Quick 32. And uh, the Quick 8, we had some big hitters there. Ryan Hill with uh, the, the Firebird. We saw Dave Atkins there with his new car this year. Uh, Tom Bailey, he was the number one qualifier with a 592 in a quarter mile and a on a run where he actually put a rod right through the motor. Oh, man. I, I, I did see a video of Ryan Hill and Big Booty Judy. That's uh -huh. that's the car. Yes, sir. And uh, a <laughs> little, little bit of a snafu, I guess. Yeah. And somebody for, didn't set the wheelie bars. And, and Up she went. It, it made for a really sweet picture that I saw yeah. the, of the, from, the, from the front end. Yeah. And, uh, and there was, uh, I think, about six of them came out for that quick eight qualifier. Uh, they planned one for Sunday, but it, uh, of course, never happened. Uh, they had those two qualifying rounds, but the cool thing that took place was the, uh, or a couple of good things, was that Great Lakes Stock and Super Stock Association. Uh, Mike Delahanty and his uh, crew brought 49 cars to the track, and what a bunch of neat, legend race cars. These are just uh, some of the neatest cars you haven't seen in a long time. Ben Wenzel was there. He's been racing that 302, that 67 Z28 with a 302 for since it was new, yes. and and that was a, that a that very was a rare car, Berger car, set up uh, for stock originally, I'm wasn't not it? Sure, uh, I don't. Think no, it, it wasn't Berger. It was a was different Robinson's. dealership. But yep. this uh, this uh, Wenzel's uh, the brothers have been racing that car forever, and Ben is still rowing through the gears in a four speed in that. Thing. Oh yeah, uh, Rock Running was there, a multi event winner, divisional uh, standout. Dave Bortman, a living legend. Oh, yeah. Uh, was there. Uh, Bill Zaskowski, who's the patriarch of that Zaskowski team. Uh, his son, Brad, who's won plenty of national events, five or seven or so, and, and been a division three points champion three times. They were all there running with the Great Lakes Superstock Group. Uh, they got down to the final, and it was between Jerry Casson from Fraser with his uh, 68 Hemi Dart, one of the uh, Superstock A Hemi cars, you know, that you see in the Hemi shootout. Oh, yeah. And uh, Doug Wright from Waterford had his 64 Hemi Belvedere. Now, these are both super stock cars. Uh, but each of those guys, most of those guys, I think the the common wheel stand for all these Great Lakes stock super stocks was about three feet. But uh, it was Kasten's car, he'd stand it right up and a uh, good four feet. He set it down gently and went scooting down through there in a nine-second zone. That was, It was just Amazing to watch those stock super stocks. A lot of fun. Uh, the final, they called it off. They were going to hold up. Things got a little little uh, dewy on the track, and they just wanted to put that final off until the next day. Well, turns out it didn't happen. The no-time uh, shootout was completed, and that was pretty successful. It was done on the eighth mile. These guys can't have any wheelie bars. They can't have posted any times on their cars throughout the 2018 season so far. And there was, I can't remember for sure, but I think 15 or 20 cars. And it was a five grand to win, winner take all. And a gentleman named Mark Southwell 
from Regulator Racing. He won that thing. He had a 10.5 tire on his Mustang with a turbocharger. I think I even saw a nitrous bottle in the side. Uh, and then uh, Tim, Mr. Wonderful Oars, was a runner-up with his 69 Camaro, also a turbo small tire car. Now, you can't talk about the times. They certainly couldn't post them. We had to unplug the boards. But from what I could see in the tower, those guys were pretty evenly matched no, no in the eighth mile. I, I knew that was going to be a good race. Uh, Southwell got the better light and uh, and won that five grand in that no, uh, no time shootout. So that was one high point in that entire import versus domestic showdown. Sunday was a wash. We we got up to very cloudy skies, a, a very grim forecast, and certainly it turned out to rain all day. So they just uh, refunded everybody's money and uh, wished them well and hoped for better uh, better weather next year. What happened in mid Michigan Motorplex? Stanton, Michigan. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the regulars made their way up to there for a couple days of racing, and and really showed out. Maverick Green picking up his first win outside of a junior dragster. That was really neat to see. Mm -hmm. uh, running Jerry, Jeremy Voorhees' Hayabusa. Yep. Uh, he he beat Danny Gales Jr. in the final. Danny Redlit and uh, the 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 crowd that I saw uh, live on Facebook went wild. And uh, <laughs> and Maverick picking up his first win. Yeah. Connor Jensen picking up the win both days in the ten to twelve year old junior dragster class. Yep. And Trey Goodson getting runner up to Morgan Miodowski. That was on, on Saturday. Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, we've got Jeff Green, Maverick's dad. He picked up he picked up the win over Jason Preston in the final. Jeff was double oh one and uh doing what he normally does, laying some runs down. And it was neat to see Jeff and Maverick share winner circle again and, and both of them be riding bikes. And Connor Jensen, like we said, he picked up the win Sunday as well in the ten to twelve year old junior dragster class. And Allie Mutchler, uh she's picking up her first win of the year in the advanced junior dragster class. At mid-Michigan. So the uh, weather wasn't too good down here in southwest Michigan, but it was much improved the farther north you went. Yes, that's right. And just one other uh, result of note. I mean, this wouldn't be the, the Donnie Hagar podcast without <laughs> talking about Donnie. Donnie took yet another vehicle uh, to a different track and picked up a wind light. This one, uh, this was uh, <laughs> this was in the golf cart race at the IHRA Sportsman Spectacular at Dragway 42. TJ Jordan was live on Facebook for for all the rounds of competition, and and Donnie stole Heinz Holler's golf cart and took it to the final and picked up the wind light at the end of the day in that. And and I believe the rest of that race was pretty well rain shortened There's as well. Rain troubles there as well. Yeah. Yep. And just one other note, we do have some, some sad news to pass along in case you haven't heard. Uh, Tom the Mongoose McEwen passed away June 10th. Now, the Snake and Mongoose were, they were, they, they were really who started the show of Drag Racing. Now, there's, they made a movie about them. They brought corporate sponsorship into drag racing that may not mm -hmm. necessarily have been directly tied into drag racing yeah. you know with the hot wheels cars and and the the movie's really neat to check out if you haven't seen that and i mean tom was tom was a heck of a drag yeah, racer one of and, the pioneers of the sport absolutely and, and i know i know he's been here during the pop rod days yes as well yep sad to see him go definitely well that's gonna do it for our results and for this podcast this was this was a fun one. This one may have gone a little long, Gary, but <laughs> I had a good time with it. We did the Facebook Live thing and and had a lot of good comments. And yep. sounds like people tickets. are yeah. We gave away some tickets. Sounds like people are getting excited about coming out tonight of Thunder. Yep, that's definitely coming up in just in less than a week or less than two weeks. Less right? than two weeks. Yeah. That's right. Twenty third of June. June 23rd. All right. Well, thank you once again for taking the time to download and listen to our podcast. Uh, we we genuinely appreciate you. And if, if you haven't yet, leave us a comment or and rate us accordingly on however you get your podcast. We I know we share the link to the SoundCloud app. Uh, that's a good one to listen to it on. <laughs> and we're also available on iTunes and Google Play. And I think that's going to do it. You got big plans this weekend, Gary? Not much, just uh, family plans. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. We're going to be hitting the road going down to the Nobox Nationals at Lions. Right? Actually, it's Wagler Motorsports Park now. It's been recently purchased. But down in Lions, Indiana, uh, one of the baddest Nobox oh, races around. That'll be good. And uh, we're going to we're gonna be heading out Thursday for that. And yep. 
And hopefully, who, hopefully we can talk about all the money that I won down there. Yeah, Tracy, uh, Tracy Mutzler's going. Tracy's going too. Yep. How about Stan and some of the other guys? I'm not sure if Stan's making it this weekend. I know okay. Donnie Hagar is coming down. Yep. And as far as anybody else from Michigan goes, I'm not sure that anybody else may be making the trip. Well, if I can get away from those family plans, I'm definitely going to come up for the Lane Automotive No Prep event. Oh, that's going to be a good time Check up here as well. Yeah. Well, coming up next, we're going to be joined by Mike Rushi from Lane Automotive. He's going to be talking with us about the No Prep Triple Crown coming up here this weekend, Saturday. It's Father's Day weekend. Uh, dads, you make the plans this weekend. Make the plans to bring the family out. The, the gate price is, is extremely cheap, especially for the show like what we've got coming up. And bring them out. It'll be It's going to be a great full day of racing on Saturday. And we are joined by Mike right now. Mike, can you hear us all right? You sound great. Coming in well. Good. Mike, tell us a little bit about what to expect for the No Prep Triple Crown coming up Saturday. Well, we have three different classes of racing. Um, basically, it's broken down through a small tire class, a big tire class, and the third class, which is called True Street, which is probably the closest thing to a street vehicle with um, some pretty mild to wild modification. There are some rules behind the class to keep it um, minimized. You don't quite get the all-out craziness of the big tires. tires. But uh, nonetheless, all three groups run really fast. On that true street, you'll see, you'll, oh, I'm sorry, Mike, I didn't mean to interrupt, but on that true street, is that the one where they have to take a little trip outside of the track and back? That is correct. Uh, early Saturday morning, um, if they trip a route that's to be determined. We don't let it out ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And um, typically to make sure that the cars truly are street legal, along with um, being titled, insurance, plated, um, whether it's a five-mile or a 20-mile trip, uh, make sure they can uh, handle running down the street and, of course, meeting all the uh, regulations as far as lights and everything else must be in working order as well. No, no kidding. And, that, and I'm sure there's some pretty fast cars that are legitimate street cars around the area. I know I know of a couple that I would have to um, believe would be running this. And one that comes to mind, uh, looks like last year's winner in True Street was Jimmer Klein in the GTO. Yep. Um, we've got a couple guys that are, um, it's pretty amazing. The cars are that we've seen in the past that are truly street legal and and they handle the running down the road just like you had a car right off the showroom. It's pretty amazing where you know they can idle around at the same time, go 180 miles an hour, you know, down the drag strip. That is that is unbelievable. And now, mm-hmm. now one thing about this event, it is a no prep event. No, so no glue. Um, and and even Friday, the test and tune scheduled for Friday will also be no prep here at 131. And that's just to yep. simulate a, a basically a street race, essentially, right? Correct, correct. Um, what will happen is before Friday, um, the, um, the track team will actually remove, spend the time to remove a lot of the uh, rubber that was laid down from previous events to simulate that situation even more. Um, the idea there is it's very unpredictable. Um, Typically, the fastest car doesn't win. It's the car with the right setup um, getting down the track because it's pretty easy to watch these guys blow the tires off. Um, and it's 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 a very big it's a, it's a mental game sometimes too. It's it's a situation where they can't just put all the power to the ground because there's not enough traction. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily who who makes the most horsepower at the flywheel. It's who can get the most horsepower to the ground. Exactly. Yep. And of course, that uh, track or the lack of prep on the track is the big limitation factor for all these cars, including the big tire cars. Absolutely. Like last year, we had we last year we ran two Wednesday night programs under the same formula, and you would be surprised. Uh, some, especially the big tire guys, they got all the horsepower, and they come off the line, and it's you get a little squirrely. It's uh, it's entertaining for the crowd. <laughs> um, but mm, like last year, we had a couple guys scrape the wall, but nothing serious. 
and um, it was a uh, it was entertaining, and it was also a learning experience for everybody too. Oh, I'm sure. And, and from from the the stuff that I've seen, it, a an unprepped drag strip can be maybe even not quite as sticky as the street could be, depending on the the road that you're on. Yeah, it's a very smooth <laughs> starting line surface. It's a, a billiard table up there. And so this yeah. is really close to Street Outlaws and the types of racing we'll see this weekend, right? Correct. Absolutely. Um, what we also done along with the three classes, uh, we've had a, a fourth bracket it's called the Edelbrock Challenge. And what we do is um, everybody that didn't make it out of the first round gets to be thrown in another bracket together, big tire, small tire, true street, and they run a separate race from there to get to the to the winner which will pay uh fifteen hundred dollars wow, for awesome. what we call the edelbrock challenge they all so run the other in? classes uh, will also you know have quite a bit more money involved in them the straight up big tire small tire and true street first place overall winner in each class gets 10 grand so it's a, a nice piece of change wow that's big money a nice big purse for uh for for a race like this and and as many the 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 culture the car culture here in this area is is huge and i know that there's a big group of of street racers in the grand rapids area i would have to believe that most if not all of them will be here for that and this and surrounding areas i know you know in, in the grudge races that have happened here before people have come from quite a quite a distance to run just you know, for four or five thousand dollars, and settled on basically between two guys, and for for you to put up a, a purse like this, and and to get three different classes of cars, I've got to believe people will be traveling here this weekend to to get after some of that money. Well, we hope so. Yeah, this all came about thanks to some of our vendors here at Lane Automotive. Um, we just mentioned that you know, the winners in all three classes get ten grand. Um, but we're also paying back to the top eight, where the runner-up will get two thousand dollars. Guys who make it to the uh, to the quarters will get a thousand dollars a pop, and of course, uh, the round before that, each guy will get five hundred dollars. So when we're all said and done, we're going to be uh, including our other contingency prizes. Will probably be a, uh, a shade over fifty thousand dollars, all in all, uh, getting passed out for the for the they are racing. Wow, that's it's a lot of money on the line. That it's it's really nice to see. It sounds like a great event that you guys have put a lot of work into, and and this is the second year for it, correct? Yep, yep. And um, you know, the first year was a a learning process for us here at Lane Automotive, what to expect, and um, like anything else, you learn. And um, next time around, you do it, of course. You get better at it. You know, you understand situations more, and they're better, I should say. And that's where we're at this year. And we we believe we should have, for one, because it's a Saturday as opposed to a Wednesday night. We should probably have in excess of a hundred cars um, at the event. Um, it's an event that's also very affordable to, to bring the family to. It's it's ten dollars ahead to get in, um, and you can bring the family. It gets all day. They'll run into the evening, so um, there'll be a lot of entertainment with the racing. We also have, oh, probably 20 of our vendors will have displays here in the vendor midway. So there's uh, things to see, things to do. Um, we ask everybody, racers, spectators, fans, come on out and enjoy a, a great day of racing and everything else that goes on at, at 131 this Saturday. Yeah, that sounds like a great time. Can you give us just a quick rundown of the schedule? Um, sure. As far as when gates open, when uh, when maybe the, the True Street crews will kick off and, and when everybody will be back here and going down the racetrack. Yep. Um, the gates open at 9. And for the racers, uh, tech is from 10 to 2. At 1.30, uh, the True Street crews will take place. At 2.10... We'll have our drivers meeting for everyone. And then at 3 o'clock, racing begins. Um, it basically, depending on uh, the number of cars, we should probably 
run into the early evening with this and um, like I said, it makes a complete day of racing, a complete day of entertainment for family, friends, and anybody else who uh, enjoys watching cars go fast. <laughs> oh, for sure. So, you know, just to just to give a little word to to the dads out there trying to make some plans for the weekends. I mean, you could get up Saturday morning and get your yard mowed and get a little bit of yard work done mm-hmm. and uh, have lunch and, and pack the, the kids and the wife in the car and, and head up here and, and I mean, for 10 bucks a head and, and that's, it, it's a, a very cheap ticket to, to come watch some really, some really sweet cars. They're not just, just fast. They're, they're super nice. There's a, a huge amount of, amount of engineering that goes into these cars to make them go down an unprepped racing surface and coming out, check it out. I mean, there's, there's not any bracket racing. So the, you know, the guys that are looking for something to do this weekend, bring the family out, kick back and relax and watch some fast cars. And of course, all spectators yeah. are welcome to go into the pit area and talk to the racers and look at these cars. It's kind of a car show within a race, I'm sure. But it's a $10 to watch. If I can recap, we've got 10000 to win each of these three classes, 2000 for runner-up, and then kind of a second chance race was the Edelbrock Challenge. So if they get beat, they can go into that Edelbrock Challenge, and that'll be an all-run-together race. Is that right? That's correct. It'll be shuffled up. Big tire, small tire, true street. Um, mm-hmm. What we try to show there is what that group is, of course, um, like we said before, the guy with the most horsepower doesn't always win, and that really could be the case with the Edelbrock group. Yeah. Now, last year, uh, Mike, we had uh, Jim Klein won the true street in the small tire. It was Greg Shear, and in the big tire, uh, Brant Goldstone won that. Now, are those three guys coming? Yep. Do you know? Oh, they'll be there. They'll be there. You better Wonderful. believe it. Uh, um, uh, with Jimmer, we've we've talked with Jimmer quite a bit uh, this off season, and he's helped us quite a bit um, fine tuning some of the things that we do at the track. And um, it's been a great help. And we got a tour of a shop earlier this year, and I tell you that was an incredible facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cool to see the area people. You know, they may be, you know, racing for that ten grand. But off the track, there's so many people. They, everybody gets along. Everybody helps each other out. Um, you know, they want to put on a good show, and it's really evident with a bunch of the people that we've met these past couple months. You know, getting ready for this event. It's really, really a cool deal. No, that's that's great to hear. And there's there is a, a camaraderie like none other. Uh, you know, <laughs> amongst the the drag racing community, and and it's it's good to see that that's that's the case even with the. You know, the guys that like to do it, you know, in the more of a street racing style. Yep, yep, absolutely. And, uh, you know, of course, Lay Automotive, we're in the business of selling speed, so to speak. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons why we do this is let people know who aren't familiar with us what we do sell. At the same time, we like to give back to our customers. They support us, and we want to support them. Because um, uh, without their support, we wouldn't be doing what we do Monday through Friday. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, I I don't know of anything else that I need to know about the, for this weekend. It seems like you uh, gave us a really good rundown, Mike. And and I, if if you don't have plans this Saturday, come on out. It's going to be a great time. There's going to be a lot of extremely nice cars, and that are going to be flying down an unprepped racetrack. That's right. Congratulations on your first Saturday event here. This is taking a oh. taking precedence now. It's got its own own weekend of course this is a saturday track so everybody in the area is going to be looking for something to do in the world the racing world on saturday night yeah we uh hope uh, everybody comes out experiences this type of racing um, if you need more information about the weekend or actually about saturday you can go to the us 131 motorsports park website you can also go to the no prep triple crown facebook page and there you'll see um all the details of the event as well as photos and videos of last year's event as well. So you get an idea exactly what you'll see. Great. Thank you so much for the information. Thank you so much for taking the time and talking with us for a few minutes about your event coming up this Saturday, the 16th of June, the No Prep Triple Crown. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks a lot. Take care. Good luck for this weekend. We hope it really goes well for you. You betcha. All right. Now, 
We want to talk a little bit about Drag Racing 101, and more specifically, Bracket Racing 101. And we brought Cameron on board. Uh, he's he's normally our producer, Cameron. He's uh, he's he's guest uh, facilitator, Cameron, to to kind of facilitate a little bit of the conversation. The soon-to-be first fantasy season winner of uh, the Modified the Lanes. <laughs> if you guys want to know. If you don't know what that's about, you'll have to check out the, the previous episodes of Modified to the Lanes. But we just we want to give everybody who may not be familiar just a quick rundown on how somebody would, would go about bringing their car that either, you know, they've spent the last couple of years building or, or even, you know, the, the minivan parked in the garage mm-hmm. about how, what it takes to, to get it to the racetrack and get it to, to go down the track and, and see what this is all about. Yeah. It looks like a lot of fun and I'm excited to learn more about it. I've been loving the drag racing so far. Not so sure. I understand the, uh, the bracket racing so much before we get into everything though. And um, we're giving away some tickets tonight. We are right? giving away some tickets. We've got two pairs of tickets to give away through the podcast. The first pair we will give away live before this broadcast is over. Sweet. Live on Facebook. And it's going to be a trivia question. And it, It'll, 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 we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, and feel free to comment and, and, you know, if you have any questions for us, we'll do our best to answer them. And also we want to know an answer to a trivia question. And the first person to comment the correct answer, will get a pair of tickets to the night of thunder coming up here in two weeks, June 23rd here at US-131 Motorsports Park. And that's also uh, Super Chevy Weekend. There'll be a car show with the Super Chevy show. And there's going to be some nitro in the air. And we've got a a full event scheduled. Uh, Just a a quick rundown of of who's going to be here. We've got some Nostalgia Nitro Alters. Now, those are are fuel alters. And it... (sighs) It goes like fuel alters and pro mods are right up there with the most ill handling cars <laughs> in drag racing. And, oh, you know, awesome. the, a quarter mile track's 1,320 feet long. If you can get a fuel alter down there in less than 1,500 feet, you're doing really good. <laughs> so those, those cars are always a good time to watch. Uh, the, those will be here. Uh, Double B Nostalgia Funny Cars. Those are alcohol funny cars. Um, they they were pretty fast last year. I saw a video highlight in the, in the advertisement yeah. on Facebook that... They're moving. They're oh, yeah. moving right down the road. You're looking at mid 200s. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, well and over. well know, over. The, wow. The nostalgia faster. bodies and everything that are really neat to see. Um, Midwest Nostalgia Pro Stock Series. I'm really excited about that. It's the it's the old Pro Stock cars from the the heyday in the early 70s of Pro Stock, mm-hmm. and nice. as well as the Chicago Land Super Stocks. Now those cars are those are sweet. They I've I we went to a, a power wheel standing competition at Byron Dragway a few years ago and those guys were there and and they stole the show. I wow. mean super fast, super nice clean cars that if you didn't see the big tires on the back and the little tires on the front, you wouldn't really know that they're race cars. No and way. I mean running well into the eights, I mean dragging the back bumper, it That's very great. very great show that they put on and and I'm excited to see them. We're also going to have uh, three jet cars there, right? Oh, yeah, I got a uh, lot of jets. Anna's three uh, three jet cars, and jet funny cars, and a jet dragster, I believe. Oh, yeah, uh, the Queen of Diamonds, too, I believe, yes. if that's if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Jim Brewer's going to be there with his uh, 33 Willys pickup truck, the wheel standard. Oh, All right. Yeah. And Jim Love Brewer, just uh, he just turned out 85 the other day. That's 85. Unreal. Yeah, now you, you can call me whatever you want, but I would never... <laughs> Climb into a car that would go down the track on the rear wheels all the way down to quarter mile as fast as he does. So that does he make it the full quarter mile on Certainly wheels? does. Yeah, plus he has little fireworks coming off it, you know, and he's dragging that titanium on the ground, so it oh, sparks her. It, it's a lot of fun to watch Jim Brewer. He's the nicest guy in the world. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Make sure and get over and meet him and say hi and wish him well because uh, he's still born in the 30s and he's still going strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's and it you you say that and it reminds me of Chris Caramasini's who's mm-hmm. got to be somewhere right in that neighborhood. Oh, I yeah. mean mid eighties and he's still racing a top fuel car. That's right. So going for over those of you uh, getting close to your eighties, you got no excuses. Get down to the track for the next bracket race. Maybe we'll uh, tell you how to do it and you'll figure it out. Oh, so we do have a lot of comments coming in. I'll read them off to you guys. Um, like uh, Justin said earlier, if you have any questions about the podcast, about drag racing, about uh, Night of Thunder, about bracket racing, we're going to be going over some stuff. Uh, post your question here. We'll. Try try to answer it either tonight and if we run out of time we'll try to get to it um next week uh we got richard woodall saying he's addicted to drag racing hey uh, check in guys too uh, we see you got a number of viewers let us know where you're watching from we always love it uh, and we yeah, find out where you guys are from yeah let us sure. know if you're coming yeah this weekend oh we do have ryan roth who's a first time viewer 
He's trying to get to the track for the first time this weekend to check out, yeah, the No Prep Triple Crown. The No Prep Triple Crown. That's a great event, Ryan. We uh, check out the podcast when it comes out tomorrow at some point. We had a great interview with Mike Ruscha and talking about all the details of what's what's coming out here. And they've got over fifty thousand dollars they're looking to get rid of um, for this No Prep Triple Crown. Yeah, that's it's sweet. a it's a really really a cheap way to get into the racetrack and and see some really sweet cars and that go real fast so ryan i'm glad to see that you're coming out this yeah. weekend so are you racing ryan or are you coming to watch let us know be interested we uh, have some people who are already saying they want those free tickets so uh, we'll let you know you have to wait stick around for that trivia question that's right um so yeah uh, justin i don't think he did mention that we'll give away two tickets on the show but we'll also give away two more tickets to everybody who comments on this we'll do a random drawing announce it next week for the podcast just before the night of thunder that's right Yep. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. So All right. tickets going off. So we just, we we thought that it may be a good idea to to talk a little bit about how to get involved with drag racing and, and more specifically bracket racing. But we're going to, we're going to kind of make this two segments. We're going to start off by how someone would get started into this sport. And the best way that, that I know how is, is going to be a Friday night test and tune. Awesome. You know, if, if you've got a, a, a car, whatever it may be, I mean, if you want to race your, your wife's minivan or... You know, if you're a, a, a lady looking to get into it and, you know, you've got your husband's pickup truck sitting there, steal it. Come on out. So do you have any minivans that come out? Yeah, uh, I've here? seen them. I've seen them occasionally. <laughs> so awesome. Cam- Cameron, what do you drive? Uh, I don't want to say. I'm, I'm, I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> it's a little, little eco box out there in the parking lot. <laughs> that's right. Saw it. Hey, I'm looking to upgrade. Don't worry, guys. Okay. I'm well, thinking about going Mopar, too. What do well, you guys think about I, that? I'm liking it. That's, that's all right. Well, there's that's even a, a place choice. for your car at the <laughs> test and tunes. Plus, yeah, uh, nice. every other, uh, I think every... Uh, every month there's two Wednesday nights offered oh, okay. for test yeah, and tune as well option. as the Friday nights. So check the uh, schedule before you come. But there is no sport or motorsport in the world that I know of that's any easier to get into than drag racing. No, absolutely not. Really? And, and you know, it, for to come on a Friday night, see what your car is going to run, it, it only costs you $25 at yep. the gate. 10 bucks for your crew member. Yep. So $25 at the gate. They're going to hand you a tech card and just fill out the information to the best of your knowledge and then take it down... By the track, uh, there's a there's a red roof building. It's a small red roof building towards the the north end of the racetrack, and there's a big sign down there that that says tech, mm-hmm. and there'll be a tech inspector down there, and he just wants to look over your car a little bit, it just mm-hmm. to make sure that it's it meets the minimum safety requirements for going down the racetrack. Um, you know, just a, some ET cutoffs, if you will. You do have to wear a helmet if your car goes quicker than thirteen ninety nine. So at thirteen ninety nine or quicker, you do have to wear a helmet, and there's some stipulations with that. Um, but that's that's pretty minor, pretty minimal. So Generally stuff. speaking, a thirteen second car is a pretty fast street is that, car. Right. It is a pretty fast street. That, car. that is a that's a tire squealing oh, yeah. machine for so sure. The, the four cylinder Ford Fiesta is not getting down. There no in helmet necessary, <laughs> Cameron. Not not <laughs> on that no. one. Now I have seen some that you would have to wear a helmet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I have seen some in, of those. In terms of tech, too, they're. Uh, they're going to want to make sure the battery is securely uh, fastened in the car, that it can't come loose and short out. Okay. Yep. All and, the lug nuts are in place. Yes. Yeah, that's another one that's gonna, uh, that they're really going to look at. You want to wear a long pants. Short pants and sandals are not allowed. You have to have long uh, pants, I suppose, no. for fire safety. Yeah. It, it's so and, just and, basic safety equipment pretty you're much. You're right. right? And, and all the rules are there just to, to protect the drivers and, and to protect yourself in case something happens. It. it rarely happens i mean it does happen occasionally but it's pretty rare that something happens to where you actually need the use of this the safety items yeah i don't think you need a roll rollover protection until you're in the 11s right yeah 1149 and quicker is is when a roll bar comes into place Mm -hmm. and then once i mean once you get much quicker than that you you you're better served to to pick up a rule book and the ihra rule book is available online you can check it out and see what all you need um i know my car it runs roughly 870s, and nice. there's a whole long list of things that I've got to wear. Um, you know, I wear a full multi-layer suit. I've mm-hmm. got to wear gloves and a neck collar and a full-face helmet. And a okay. physical. Right? And uh, that, oh, wow. I don't have to have a physical yet, yet. Okay. but I do have to be licensed, and there's there's a lot of things that are involved. Once you get into that, you know, if you want to go that fast, there's so, there's a lot more things involved. But, it, it, it again, it's it's in the name of safety. Mm-hmm. So once you get uh, teched in, you uh, you uh, leave your tech card with the tech director, and then it's off to the uh, pit area, I guess, if you have equipment, toolbox, whatever you want to drop off, you, you want to find a spot in the pits, 
uh, kind of mark it as your own and uh, leave your stuff there if if you want to at all. Otherwise, if you're ready to go, you could head right into the staging lanes. Now, on, on the test in two nights, lanes one and two, which will be as you're pulling up the lanes on the far right side of the staging lanes, mm -hmm. those are reserved for the street tires. Now, if you've got slicks on your car, those are reserved more for lanes three and four. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the whole idea behind that is so that the guys with slicks that are probably putting down a little bit more horsepower, they need that rubber on the track to be able to get traction and, and make a good test run. Oh yeah. Now with the street tires, they can they tend to actually pull the rubber up off the racetrack. Oh wow. So we we trying to the, the way that things go is they try to to run those separate and then they'll they'll make a quick track prep just to to try to give the guys with slicks close to at least close to what they're going to see on a on a Saturday night bracket race. Oh, very cool. And is there any order to uh, when you can race? You just pull up to the starting lanes and you just wait your uh, turn? Just pull into the lanes and be ready. Stay close to your car because when your lane is pulled, they'll probably pull five pair or more. Yeah, yep. Uh, somebody at the head of the staging lanes will, will motion you out, and then you come out and you turn around to the right, and you'll be facing the track, and that's where you'll see the uh, water box, the burnout box, right? Yep. And one more quick note that I just thought of. I didn't even write it down as when you are pulling down the road to the racetrack, when you turn on 12th Street, Shut your air conditioning off. Give it some time to drip really? out. Otherwise, you the that condenser will drip water all over the racetrack. Uh, it'll be it'll be on the starting line, and that just that creates a mess. It takes extra time to uh, mop that up. So if you could just a kind of a, a PSA, shut your air conditioner off when you turn down Twelfth Street to come to the racetrack. Good tip. Yeah. Good yeah, tip, Justin. Good. Then what about the burnout? Now, if if you've got just a regular street car and you just the regular tires that you went to Bell Tire or wherever and bought, you're best off to drive around the water box. Don't even go through it. Drive around it the best that you can, mm -hmm. and do more or less a dry hop. Don't you don't need to spin the tires because those tires are are at optimal traction when they're cool. It's it's the way that they're designed. Okay. Now, if you've got slicks on your car. You're going to want to pull into the water box, and there'll be somebody there to motion you when to stop. And you stop and wait until it's your turn to go, and he'll he'll tell you when to go. And the idea behind the burnout is just to put a little bit of heat to the tires. More, It's more for cleaning them off. Oh, yeah, like pebbles the, and stuff? Yeah, the, the pebbles, and, and just it takes a, a fine layer of rubber off, and you're getting into the, the good rubber and that'll it'll make for optimal traction wow yeah. interesting but the, the person that's running the, the burnout box will motion you as to when to initiate that burnout process yep. right so you yep. just wait there and in fact they will motion you into place yep okay. and then once you've once you've either done your dry hop or you've gone through the burnout procedure you're going to roll up nice and easy towards the starting line now there'll be somebody standing up there just monitoring everything that's going on and Usually it's Dave Minix on a Saturday night, especially, and he's got to have like eight pairs of eyes because he knows everything that's going on <laughs> everywhere. And he, I mean, I've seen him watch a nut fall off of a car at the quarter mile, and yeah, mm -hmm. there's a nut that fell it. off the track, he and we got to go get it. Yeah. So it, it's it. He's he's got a very critical job, but he's also there to try to help you out a little bit. So when you roll up nice and easy, you're going to stop well short of the Christmas tree. Now okay. I know that there are people that that you know may have not have done this before that think you pretty much have to roll right up to the christmas tree that's not the case you right. you're back probably 40 or 50 feet from the christmas tree and why is that mm -hmm. it's so that you've got a good vantage point good line of sight to the christmas tree itself so you'll see a big black box in the center of the track right and that's got some holes drilled in it and actually those holes are for beams so it's like oh, a, yeah. a beam about the size of the the tip of that pen shoots across and it's all electronically timed is that and everything yep. for how everything works so and you'll, you'll roll up nice and easy and just watch the christmas tree and that it'll be a top set of lights come on that's your pre-stage and the, the there's there's a, so there's a thing called courtesy staging it's not necessarily enforced so much on a friday night for a test and tune but it's it's a it's a kind of a common courtesy to say you and i are racing and I roll in and I turn that pre-stage light on and I'll stop and wait for you to do the same. Okay. Just so that it gives both of us equal amount of time to make sure that we're ready yep. before the tree fires. Yep. Once that pre-stage is lit, you've got about seven inches to roll forward. And seven inches isn't nearly as far as you think it is. <laughs> so just, just, and you just want to roll forward. You're going to get the quickest time if you just barely turn that stage light on. Oh, interesting. So, because actually once you're staged, you actually have 11 inches before the starting line 
to accommodate rollout. Oh, okay. So it, it's something that was designed in the timing systems way back when they first started using timing systems yeah. to be able to accurately start a, a car's elapsed time at the exact same point. Wow. So I imagine that's just really feel. I mean, that's what you're testing for to, to find out where you want to be, where you got to roll up to, to right. get the optimal run. Right. right. As you roll up, like, like Justin said, you'll see this black box sitting in the center of the track, just past the V where Dave or the starter is standing. That is where those light beams are, are projecting to the no sides. Bite. The first one is just the pre-stage light, which just lets you know that you're close to that starting beam. The stage light is the actual starting line. That's the second one. And as you light it, you'll light it with the very front edge. You'll break that beam with the very front edge of your tire. And you have the oh, entire okay. movement of the tire before that light reconnects and you get underway. Gotcha. And, yeah, and that's, that's, that's what, what we call, call rollout. Roll right. Right. So we're not talking front bumper. We're talking the tires the where the tires, light is. Yeah, that's no where way. the light is. It's that far off the ground. Yeah, no it's, it's real yeah. short to the ground. Mm -hmm. And now and something that Gary mentioned when we were talking about our pre-show is you don't you don't want to leave, you don't want to take off when you see the green light okay. because your car, you have to, your car has to essentially be clear of that stage beam at the same time as the green light to get so a good a reaction early. time. You go a little early. Okay. So most cars, if you take off, I mean, as that third yellow is coming on, you're probably mm -hmm. going to be somewhere in the ballpark. So is it pretty similar to Mario Kart racing then, if I'm looking at where I'm starting? Yeah, to get that that turbo start, you know what I'm talking <laughs> that's, about? That's yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah, you could, you could, yeah, I could see how that would go. No, that yeah, makes that's sense, true. Though. Yeah, that's a big tip there, folks. <laughs> Most people leave on the third amber. You don't have to wait for the green. That's, that's very right. cool. Yeah, and for those that are just tuning in, I see some new people on there. Feel free to post any questions if you have any about uh, testing, about um, coming out to bracket race. Uh, right now, the guys are telling us that literally anybody, if you have a license, basically, and a, a car that works and passes yeah. you know the test you can come out and race and have some fun yeah. here at 131 it's it's really a great time i see uh heinz and stacy Haller tuning in hey how's it going guys you guys should be here talking about this explaining this stuff <laughs> yeah if these guys leave anything out let us know in the comments oh for sure mm -hmm. for sure yeah stick around too for that trivia question for those free tickets for the yeah. night of thunder actually up soon why don't why don't we announce it announce the question and we'll pay close attention to what the who the first one is to answer yeah, i love and, it We'll get the tickets going, all right? Okay. And a little disclaimer quick, too. Sometimes the first person to answer on your screen, it might show up a little differently than ours just because of the way the connections are and the, uh, so the, the World Wide Web. So the first one that we see is going to be the winner, and we apologize if it looks different on so your phone. For two tickets. For for a pair of tickets to for June 23rd. Thunder Nationals. The Night of Thunder and the Super Chevy Show. We want to know, last fall, Dom Lagana set the world on fire. That's right. How fast did Dom Lagana go in the quarter mile last fall at the Funny Car Nationals? We want to know that in miles per hour. How fast did Dom Lagana go to to basically reset the quarter mile speed record? Yeah, he set the record right? in the he in the world. It. How fast was that? The first person we see pop up on our screen to answer that correctly. We will give you two tickets to the Night of Thunder. Yeah, I don't think we need decimal points, do we? we just no, nope, just the just the, the the big number. Three whole figures. It's a three-digit number. There's our clue. Yep. <laughs> Should we tell them what class he runs too? It, it's it's a top fuel car, so top it's gonna fuel. be it's gonna be up there. Kim Wanamaker wants to know if she can win. I don't I don't think she can. <laughs> We've got some answers coming in. I haven't <laughs> seen no, I don't see I haven't seen right anything one. right yet. Not the right one oh, yet. There, there it is. is. Billy Meyer. 338 miles an hour. No, I'm confused. It was 338. 338 miles an hour. Billy Meyer, you've got a couple tickets. I'm sure he's going to be here, so I think he, he needs to give those tickets to his neighbor. I, like I think that. we can do that for <laughs> I'm Billy, sure, Billy, I'm sure he will uh I'm sure he'll he'll oblige somehow or another. He will probably be here racing, but if he could oh, you cool. know he can make good use of those. So yeah. congratulations, Billy Meyer. You are the winner of our uh our trivia question here tonight live on facebook um send a send one of us a, a private message if you would and we will get you in touch with those tickets yeah we'll get you set up with them and uh, i want to say hi to mike stonex checking in from muskegon he says great pdra show a couple weeks ago we really appreciate that thanks a lot guys um yeah ralph is uh reminiscing about the uh, late 60s when he was here uh for a uh, Little Red Wagon and L.A. Dart, who were racing oh, at that time. A couple wheel standers there. <laughs> yeah. 
And oh, uh, yeah. Patty Priest is uh, from Lions, Michigan. She says she's never seen this kind of racing. Patty, you've got to come out. I've got a great race this weekend. I've got one of our signature events next weekend. It's actually a combined event, the Super Chevy Show and the Night of Thunder. It's going to be an absolutely unreal full day of, uh, yeah, great car shows, great racing, and, yeah, a lot oh, of yeah. nitro. It, it's going to be awesome. It'll be a lot of fun. So back to kind of where we're at. So now okay, we've, we've got we've the car, our car. Mm -hmm. Yep. The tree's coming down. We hit the gas at the right time. Mm -hmm. and we're going down the racetrack now and the 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 cones in the middle aren't a slalom course you don't want to go <laughs> you don't want to cross <laughs> that line that's a You're going straight yeah aren't you? <laughs> keep it going straight that's going to give you the quickest et yep that's the right. shortest point from a to b that's right and go on down through the track and you'll see a couple scoreboards on either side of the racetrack those are set right at the finish line so once you get to that point the timing system's done timing you mm -hmm. and you can step off the gas and start slowing down. Are we talking eighth mile or quarter mile? That's quarter mile. That's quarter, That's quarter mile. mile. Right. And the awesome. test and tunes are all run on the quarter mile. Awesome. So now the speed clocks have started 66 feet before the finish line. Right. But the very last cone that you'll see, the very last SpongeBob sitting yep. in the middle of the track, <laughs> is the finish line. It is parallel with those boards. With the scoreboards, right? yep. So and stay in it all the way through. Stay, Yeah, stay in it right through there and just back off the gas, start slowing down a little bit. And you'll be able to see where the end of the track is coming up. You, I, I, it, it never fails. Occasionally, somebody drives right to the beach, and and it's a, it's meant to slow you down. They don't make it very far. No, but it's it, it step off the gas pedal when you go past the scoreboards. There's two thousand feet to yeah, slow down. We, yeah, we heard the other day, and that's three tenths of a mile. Three, yeah, roughly three tenths of a mile to to get the car slowed down and be able to safely make the turn at the other end. So once time. you've once you've turned off the racetrack you'll head up what's called the return road. And there's a little red building near where you turned your tech card in and went through tech. Mm -hmm. That's called the ET shack. Okay. And that's, that's, that's a common term across all the drag races, ET shack. Yeah. And there'll be somebody there that's going to hand you a slip of paper and it's got a bunch of numbers on it. And we'll tell you a little bit about what those numbers are. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let me just a uh, quick clarification. If I'm racing on the tower side, the left side, um, do I have to have any be mindful of the, the person on the other side? Because I'm turning out to the right there, or do you have your own lanes? It's usually pretty the, good. The, the turnoff is really wide here. Now, being that the turnoff goes to the right, the person in the right lane has the right of way. Okay. So if you if you can look back and you're plenty ahead and take the turn nice and wide and not to cut them off, yep. you're safe. If you are in the right lane and it's things are kind of even, you're supposed to have the right of way, but just like on the on the road, right of way has to be given and not never taken. Right. Oh, so sense. we don't we don't want to have a collision at the other end, and it's it's happened occasionally, and it's happened with with seasoned racers occasionally. So just yeah. just be cautious. Take us an extra step of caution. And if it takes you ten extra seconds to turn off the racetrack, I don't think anybody's really going to care. That's oh, a my. good question, Cameron. But in your case, I think your opponent will be at the ET shack <laughs> by the time you get to that turn. Oh, I'll see you at the starting line. You'll, you'll be all by yourself. No <laughs> yes, problem that's there. That's true. And you know, one other word, uh, just another uh, public service announcement there as well, is it is in the rules that all your safety equipment must remain on until you turn off the race. Okay. Yeah, track. no unbuckling the belts right ripping off the helmet right, right. before you make that turn nice so we're gonna we're gonna talk just a little bit about what is on that time slip which is what you were given at the et shack okay so the first th there'll be some information there and and i should have been better prepared and brought a time slip in with me just so we could i could give you well, a there's, visual there's five yeah. separate ets on the slip right with, there's uh, there's a 60 foot a 330 foot yep an eighth mile a thousand foot, and then the quarter mile time. Am I right? Yep. That's okay. those are your different elapsed nice. times, and then there'll also be a, a reaction time. So that that reaction mm -hmm. time is the amount in seconds, all right, either before or after that green light turned on that you left the starting line. So you want that to be as close to zero? Yep. Zero zero zero. Right? Point zero 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 is perfect. Nice. Mm -hmm. And if you uh, red light, they call it right. If you go, yep, it'll be a negative number. It'll be a negative number. And and a common misconception is the reaction time timer is a is in fact a separate timer than your elapsed time timer. Oh wow, interesting. So you can't get a quicker elapsed time by red lighting. Okay. That's not going to happen. Okay. So your elapsed time timer doesn't start until the reaction timer stops. Oh, interesting. It's simultaneous. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So, and then that first line you'll see is the 60-foot time. Some people call it a short time. 
Mm-hmm. And that's that is a gauge on how well your car hooked up, how much traction you got. Okay. So if it's if it's running right the same, you're you're hooking up the same every time. And then the next time is a three thirty. Now a lot of a lot of the race cars, I mean I, I've got to say seventy five or eighty percent of the race cars that race here on a weekly basis are running a two speed power glide transmission. So that sixty foot to three thirty time, you're looking for discrepancies to see to make sure that that transmission is shifting properly. Okay. So that's that's a that's a that's why that's there. That's a big big piece of information right there. And that actually actually makes me think of something because that's way above my head right now. But um, I know that you guys told me that you know everyone's super friendly here. It's like a family here at the track, and you can go to different people's pits and ask questions. Oh yeah, and absolutely. Repairs and stuff. I know you were welding. Um, vehicles a couple weeks ago when you're down here <laughs> yeah. right but yep. everyone gets along right it's not like oh, a yeah. high pressure thing yeah there, there's there's literally zero pressure i mean and and anytime that i'm here i'm i'm more than happy to to talk to whoever comes by if they you know if they want to know what's going on i i couldn't tell you how many how many little kids i've put into my junior dragsters <laughs> awesome. had their pictures taken and stuff i just i like seeing people get the most out of coming here that i can yeah that's really cool that's exciting that makes me you know more excited to try it myself we do have someone asking if that's um justin here yes uh, jessica it is yep, justin here it's me on my left uh, this is a live recording of the modified to lanes actually we're still recording it live so i'll have an edited version uh, up on soundcloud on itunes and on google play tomorrow so if you're not subscribed to modified the lanes yet definitely check those out we'll have a link here in the facebook page too uh, so follow us 131's facebook page for all the info you need as well great and and continuing on um we've got a, in the time in the time slip you, you're given an eighth mile elapsed time as well as a mile per hour oh really cool so you're the it's the, you'll see a pair of cones when you go by them on the racetrack and, and they're just a foam block it's got a reflector in them mm-hmm. and that's just a it's that's half track eighth of a mile i mean it's it's pretty basic math there but yeah. that's just a, to give you an idea where it's at performance wise you're going to gain the most mile per hour from the starting line to the eighth mile okay. on, a, on, a, on a good run. Now, if you completely spin the tires and everything, that may not necessarily be true, right. but that's a general rule of thumb is the most mile per hour you'll gain is from the starting line to the eighth Didn't mile. Didn't we say 70% of the acceleration takes place in the eighth mile? Yeah, that's, wow. that's probably pretty close. Yeah. And you're seeing all these too up in the tower. Um, yes. Gary's announcer here, if anyone doesn't know here. And so you have yep. all this information as well. And exactly. That's it it unfolds it. on our screens just as, at the yep. same time right, as cool. you're going through the clock. Same stuff. That's a nice system. And then and then you'll go through a thousand foot. That's pretty much three quarters of the way down. <laughs> and the thousand foot time is is really something that's, I would say, newer within the last 15 years or so. Uh, there's there's still some tracks that run quarter mile that don't have the thousand foot timers. Okay. It's just a... It, what it really does is it gives you an incremental to go by to get a quarter mile ET when you're bracket racing. Like if you were to let off the gas or hit the brakes, it gives you a pretty good indication of what the car would have run okay. had you stayed in it all the way. And we'll get into some more details about that part of bracket racing next week. Sweet. As far as, you know, hitting the brakes or, or letting off the gas. And, mm-hmm. I've got all sorts of questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where it's been confusing. Well, these, these tests and tunes are meant for practice. Oh, yeah. awesome. And this is where you hone your skills and you'll work on that reaction time and you'll work on the car's consistency. And all the data in that time slip will show you when runs vary, it'll show you on the track where you lost that time. Right. Or picked up or gained or did something out of the ordinary. So after you get pretty good at this, yeah. And you're maybe ready to graduate to a Saturday night bracket event, correct? That's that's right. And and I know there's there's a lot of people that this is how they started. This is they started by coming to um a a test and two night and they started they picking up the hang of things. And and it's not something that's going to come real quick and easy the first time you do it. I mean, you you're not going to jump into your go-kart out there yeah. the first time down the track. You're not going to have a triple zero light and you're not going to be able to make really consistent runs yeah, right so away. Just be ready for just it. Just take some practice and, <laughs> yep. and ask questions. I mean, nearly everybody here would be more than happy to answer a question awesome. or to give you a hand or, you know, I, there's, there's the, the sky's the limit as far as where you can go and, and how far you can take this. And if it's something you really enjoy doing, I just, I, I do want to emphasize that literally anybody with a driver's license in a car that's safe, deemed safe to go down yep. the racetrack can come here and, Take their car down awesome. the track. That's true. So, and I have to, uh, I have to say a quick thing, real quick, because I saw my uh, wife just tuned in, and these guys are giving me a hard time, Chrissy, about my car. So I definitely need to upgrade now. 
that uh, Dodge Charger I was looking at. I think you should give me the green light so I can really stick it to him. When we, uh, I, I, I have to agree. <laughs> yeah, it's time to tra trade in that Honda hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so you although, heard it here. It's not my fault. I have to do it now. Well, although that would have a chance. Yeah, that, there you the go. That if it was consistent and you're good on the tree and if it goes 24 seconds, yeah. you know, as we get into handicap racing, you'll be given a handicap head start based on the difference between your predicted times, you and your opponent. And there is a chance that you could get there first. With the uh, success he's been having lately, I have to put, was it Donnie Hagar? In Donnie that? Hagar. Let's you can write it. Yeah, Donnie, absolutely. Listening. Let's talk. Also, I got to uh, um, let you guys know that the first open Wednesday test and tune is tomorrow. I actually just got the ah. notification. I'm blowing up with notifications here. So definitely come out tomorrow night if you yeah. want to try um, yeah, test and tuning for yourself. The first Wednesday one of the year yeah. is happening. And then I think... Friday's test and tune is no prep to get ready for the no prep on Saturday, like we talked about earlier, yeah, I think. Yeah, that is, is, that that is an important Does that change note. it a lot? That does change it a lot. That's uh, That would, a, a, a normal streetcar is probably not going to see a whole lot of difference. And in fact, you may actually run a little quicker on an okay. unprepped track. And, but as far as like me racing my car, I'm probably not going to come to an, a, a, an unprepped you're, racetrack. You're, just, you're racing prep. So you come would, once a night It wouldn't be possibly. safe for my car. Okay. Yeah. 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 Friday, they're just going to scrape the track and probably leave it alone. Yep. In anticipation of the no prep race. Yep, exactly. Awesome. So now once once you've uh, you've made you made a few Friday nights and, and things are going good and you're getting pretty confident in that you can cut mostly green lights and they, mm -hmm. I would say if, if, you're, if your lights are consistently 0. 0.0 something, you're gonna be you're gonna be in the ballpark. One one next step could be ask ask a buddy to, to come with you and, and do a grudge yeah. race. And they, they do that on Friday nights oh, too really? occasionally, where say say you and I wanted to race each other, we're gonna put a dial in on the car. Okay. So it say say I've say I brought my truck out and say it runs, I don't know, fifteen flat, and say your your car out there runs eighteen flat. Okay. And you've been coming and, and you're getting pretty good at things. We're gonna we're gonna race. And you're gonna put eighteen seconds flat oh, on yeah. your car. I'm yeah. gonna put fifteen seconds flat on my truck. And you're gonna take off three seconds ahead of me. Okay. And it's all timed by the computer. So your side of the Christmas tree will count down three seconds in front of oh, mine. Very cool. And the idea is that we will have the exact same reaction time and we'll run exactly what we say we're gonna run. Yep. And we'll tie. Okay, cool. But we're timed to less happens. than a ten thousandth yeah. of a second. Yeah. So the odds okay. of that happening, you, you're better off winning the lottery twice while getting struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. There we go. Well, that's so, really exciting, though. So it's kind of, yeah, you, you, everybody has a chance because the faster cars have a handicap. You're right. You exactly. And, and, and on Saturday nights, you know, for our, for our regular bracket program, uh, there are different classes. And we will we'll talk, we'll go in more in depth about those for the next show, awesome. uh, the Bracket Racing 101 Part 2. And the, the classes are Top ET, Modified, Street. The street class is the is the entry-level class. Okay. So that's the one that you would enter in. Most and, often. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. and, and you have a chance of winning some money. Unless you're cool. Billy Meyer and you come right out to Modified. That's yeah. right. <laughs> right. Right off the bat. There, there are a few people that have done that. Yeah. So And right. then we also have Junior Dragsters. And that and, sounds like a good one for me, right? Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty darn tall, I Cameron. I don't think uh, I don't think that you. I don't think there's a junior out there that you'd fit in. Uh, is there an age limit on the junior? Yeah, eight, too? basically seven to eighteen. Okay, yeah. So, so I, seven years quite, old to eighteen years old. Um, that you can get involved and get your kids involved. That's pretty in, cool, though. Yeah, and that's that's another another show all in itself. It's, yeah. it's yeah, we'll junior dragsters it. and and what it takes. And and I tell people that I know people that play travel sports that have more involved as far as an investment into their kids playing travel sports than I do into the junior drag stores. Really? Hell, yeah, well, that's pretty so cool. So it, it, it's a definitely a, it's a definitely an affordable venture to go to, yeah. and, it, and it gets your family involved, it gets your kids involved, and it, it's really a, a really neat program. Yeah, yeah, a family that races together stays together. Right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's what they say. <laughs> we all know that. So we told you that we were going to give away two pairs of tickets. Now, we've given away one pair. Billy Meyer is the winner on that one. Yep. The second pair, we will take all of the comments. And wow, there's 50 some comments already, Cameron. You see yep. that? Yeah. We will take all the comments in on, this. On, this, on this live feed. And, and it doesn't have, you don't have to have watched it live to be eligible. Yep. And we will draw a random name 
Yeah. And we will announce it on the podcast next week. Yeah. Great. For two more tickets. Yep. For two more tickets for June 23rd, the Night of Thunder and the Super Chevy Show. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited about it. I know it, it's been it's been quite a while since we've had a, a bracket race here. There's yeah. been a lot of stuff going on here at the track, and I know I know my kids are really excited. They're it's they're watching right now. They <laughs> they are want makers. They are itching to get back in their cars. You know, and honestly, I'm itching to uh, to get ahead in the uh, the fantasy league now. I have <laughs> a good feeling about you know in two weeks when, when all my guys go again. That's right. Yeah, that's I need right. some help. I'm interested to get a little snootful of nitro. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's the good stuff right there. <laughs> Hang my head out the tower every once in a while. Yeah, you'll have to get down. And uh, yeah, they let them go in the the pits too, right? When they're they'll, warming they'll warm them up. up. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's that's, that's, that's the, the best. That's the best time to get your nitro <laughs> yeah, fix. I remember the first time. I didn't even know what to expect. I was there videotaping. All of a sudden, it hit me in the face, and I thought, wow. Oh yeah. Then, oh, it yeah, makes your eyes water. You can't breathe. It's wonderful. It's 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 awesome. It's it's an all sensory experience. I mean, you're getting too close if you can taste it. Yeah, but. You can definitely feel it when a nitro car is running. You can oh, hear yeah. it. You can, yeah. It, it you don't just feel it's, it in the yeah, ground. You feel exciting. it in your chest. It's it's really exciting. It's 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 a lot of fun. And there'll yeah. be some nitro cars there. There will be yeah, nitro. Either. That's be the first shot at nitro this year yeah, at US 131 Motorsports. And I got to give a plug out too to the uh, pre-ticket sales. So if you buy tickets ahead of, ahead of time, it's only fifteen bucks to save five dollars per oh, ticket on an adult what ticket. A deal. Yeah, it is a good deal. Fifteen it's, bucks to come see nitro methane. Yeah, I mean, you can't insane. you can't. You can't hardly even park your car at an NHRA national event no. for 15 bucks. Yeah, you really can't. So if if you're on the fence about it, come on out. It's going to be a great full weekend of racing. Oh, uh, man. It, there's going to be stuff going on Friday night, the 22nd. There's Saturday, the 23rd is going to be huge. We're, yep. I mean, I, I know we're starting at like 9 o'clock in the morning, and this race has a tendency to go kind of long because there's a lot of race cars that show up for this. Yeah. And... We'll, you know, however long you want to be here, but plan on the whole day. Oh, yeah. And the thing that's so nice about the whole day is that there's a huge Super Chevy show. So you can go walk it, you know, then go watch oh, the yeah. racing, take a break, the grab car a hot show. dog and a drink. Yep. The car and show. Plenty to see and do. It looks like we do. Yeah. Have Lori just question. wants to know how we uh, how we win the tickets. Well, she's in because she's made a comment. That's right. right. Just that's comment right. in this post right here. She's in the running. That's yeah. right. So once again, just to, to reiterate. We will take all of the comments that are left on this video, whether it be live or after the fact, and we will draw just a random comment out, and that person will win a pair of tickets to the Night of Thunder yep. on June 23rd. Yeah, we've got, a, like you said, the comments kind of went by. Brandon Robinson said he's going to try to make it out with his family. So, Brandon, glad to hear it. Hope you guys all love it. Let us know after the fact if you come, and yeah, if you do love it. Uh, Jessica says that Jason Kenzie won't let me win Junior Drag, so I guess I'm just not even going to try. <laughs> those are those are my kids. Good job, Jason Kenzie. <laughs> nice. And then uh, we've got a Jessica saying hi from Lansing. What's up, Jessica? Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you this weekend or next. Next weekend, Night of Thunder, Super Chevy. And then, uh, yeah, Jessica says that Nitro feels like it's lifting you off the ground when you're standing there. It's um, a good oh, analogy. Yeah, that is. We it have Lori's out of body experience, really. Lori asking for the tickets. So how much are the tickets for the reserve seating in the bleachers by the announcer stand by the tower? Um, I, I think those ones are five dollars more, maybe three dollars more. Usually, I, I I don't have any idea. That is you the got best. us, Lori. That's the we'll best look seat it up in the house. We'll let you know. Yeah, yeah we will have to let you know on that one. But that is the best seat in the yeah, house. You're looking right seating. down the racetrack, mm -hmm. and. You, you definitely get your, your nose full of nitro there, too. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Really exciting. Yeah. So we'll have more information about that Night of Thunder and Super Chevy coming up on the next podcast as well. Get into that's a bit right. more about what yeah, we're we doing will, there. We'll do a full event preview on that, yeah. and we will go through everything with that next podcast. And we will also get into part two of Bracket Racing 101. It's a little more in-depth. We're going to be talking a little bit more about if you're, you know, if you're coming to the, the Night of Thunder what you're going to see when, when Gary calls the bracket cars to the lanes. Yep, awesome. So mm -hmm. thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in, uh, both on Facebook Live and through the podcast. This has been a lot of fun. This is the first time we've yeah. done this part of it. We, this is episode six, mm -hmm. and we're starting to get a pretty good handle on things, Gary. Yep. And Thanks to our producer. Yeah, <laughs> our producer, Cameron, yeah. really makes us sound good. <laughs> I, um, I feel I, like a blind man finding my way through this, but I appreciate that. Uh, he's he's yet to make me look any better, so we're we're still working on that. <laughs> Justin, do you know Mark Howard by chance? Oh, I yeah. do know Mark Howard. Because <laughs> he says you're the perfect guy to explain red lights. Oh, <laughs> we will it. go into that Please. more uh, next week. <laughs> All right. So is there any way we can block Mark? Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you know what? I, <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, 
I think Mark could could do a pretty good job of explaining yeah, Red I think Lakes, it was you know? 001. Uh, I think he was, I think you're right. Great Lakes Stock Superstock. Oh, was, was he? Negative 001. Yeah, well, he's How just as that, qualified Mark? as I am then. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, let us know if you like the uh, the live thing too. We'll try it again sometimes yeah. if you guys had fun. Thanks for everyone for, for tuning in. Richard says it was fun. He appreciates us going live. And we appreciate you watching, Richard. Um, yeah, and you definitely got to uh, subscribe to Modified at the Lanes on SoundCloud, iTunes, or yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast, really. Um, and yeah, subscribe to the Facebook page. Let us know if you're at, yeah, to be notified when we go live here. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff coming. And also on the on the podcast feeds, if you could uh, leave us a comment and rate us, you know, especially if you're enjoying the the podcast, um, we want to we want your feedback. And you know, you could you could leave a comment here on this video. Um, you know, give us some ideas for future episodes. We're always looking for stuff and we're putting some stuff together with the teams. I know we've had a few messages come in about the, you know, the racing teams that are out here and we've got some good, good comments coming in on that. We're putting together a show it's kind of surrounding the, the people that race here on a weekly basis and, 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 uh, shine a little light on those mm -hmm. and, you know, just and share that, share this with your friends too. We want to, we want to talk to as many people as we can about racing here at us 131 motorsports park. And we want to highlight, you know, the, the drivers that race here on a yeah. weekly basis and, and some of the events and everything. And, and I think we've, we've accomplished our goals so far and like to like to keep it going. Yeah. That's awesome. So yep. really cool. appreciate it. Continue. Well, thanks again, everybody. And we're going to call that a wrap. Yeah, we'll sign off now. We'll see you soon. Wait for the podcast to be released, the full podcast. that We have that interview, like Justin said, uh, for the No Prep Triple Crown this weekend. Uh, we have a couple more things to talk about, so we'll release that tomorrow sometimes. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and, yeah, we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, Bye, everybody. everybody. Thanks. And, and it's How long was that? I don't know. That was a while. Uh, let's see. Oh, here, I should stop by this one real quick, too.